What's up, everybody? It's Dante, a.k.a. The Forensics Guy, and you are listening to The Forensics Experience, the podcast where we discuss topics in the speech and debate community with the world's most influential coaches, students, and alumni of the activity. And today, you all have no idea how excited I am. I know I say that every podcast, but this time it's a little bit more. You got to believe me. You got to believe me. It's a little bit more. I'm super excited to be sitting in the presence of Maria Thayer, a true, true, true legend in so many different ways. And I'm going to stop because I'm going to give her an opportunity to introduce herself. So Maria, please tell like the one person that might be listening that doesn't know who you are. Tell us who you are and what you did for the speech and debate community. What school did you go to and categories and things like that? Hello, one person who doesn't know who I am. Um, I, that's a lot. I, there's a lot of people who don't know who I am. I'm. Um, my name is Maria Thayer. I um, did speech and debate in high school. I I uh, I did actually both speech and debate. Uh, I did Lincoln Douglas debate, and I did the categories in speech. I did were drama and comedy, and maybe I had a storytelling in there. Uh, somewhere i did also i don't even know if this category exists anymore but do do, with two people what is duo yes i did duo i went to nationals and duo um and uh yeah and then i after high school i went to drama school at juilliard and um and then became an actor and had been an actor for uh, a billion years. Um, and I just started, I just started uh, being a writer too. So now I'm uh, this year, the year of coronavirus, I started writing for um, some TV shows. Um, but yeah, that's, that is my, uh, my, my speech and debate. I did theater in high school too, but I really loved speech. I can't, I, I think that I, I, I can't remember how far I got. I know I didn't get very far in nationals, but I think I won, I know I won state in something in, in drama comedy. Awesome. I can't remember what I did. Um, it's been a while, but I remember the experience very much. And I remember all the rehearsals and what went into it. That's awesome. As I, as I always tell every single student, like the experience is what you're going to remember. I try to remind everybody of that. Like, you know, the gold-plated trophies that might still be on your shelf. You're not really even going to remember those. You're going to remember the experience. No, and, I really uh, don't. I yeah. Really, um, um, yeah, I don't. And this I mean, is the, yeah. oh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say that like, I, I, and I, uh, a few years ago, they invited me and Josh Gad. Do you, Josh, yeah, like, I, I, I think I think he did OO. He did OO. I think yeah. he won nationals twice in it. That's awesome. And, and I don't know why I was there, but um, they invited both of us. I was like, when I was there, I was like, I didn't get very, I mean, I'm an actor now. I'm like, I've, I've worked as an actor, so that's great. I'm really happy about that. But I, I didn't get, I didn't get like super, I didn't get Josh Gad level. Um, <laughs> but I, what I was going to say when you, when you, when you said about the trophies is I, I, was one one of the things that I did at nationals that year when I came back as a guest is I I uh, was one of the judges for the final round of drama, and I have to say like I did not know I don't remember who won I don't remember who I chose to win, but I remember that it was very hard to pick anybody because everybody was doing their own specific thing and they were all great and it really was just like it truly was just like a crapshoot to pick who was better than who you know I think I think it really does end up on that level like a lot of 
Um, I've always heard from, you know, students, we're always talking about, I think one of my favorite things to talk about is judging because um, I probably some of my most viral quote unquote uh, TikToks with probably a good amount of views are literally the ones where I talk about judges because there's nothing more annoying than like the judge who like doesn't fill out anything on your ballot or something like that. Like they give you no feedback, no nothing. Yeah. And yeah. I remember this. Yeah. And it's crazy. But the, I think the interesting thing is that one of the, like when you get to final rounds and stuff, mm -hmm. it gets even harder to do that. And I think at that point, you might be able to excuse a judge a little bit more because you really are, I mean, at that level, technically, these are the seven best kids in the nation at yeah. this category. And it's like, the only difference really is, oh, you accidentally said the instead of the or something. I don't know. Like you're trying to find very nitpicky things to like put one over the other. And it's really yeah. very tough. Yeah. And people have different styles. You know, you 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 gravitate to different styles. I mean, I know that I mean I'm more keyed into acting now and and so I so I see I see, you know, I see different styles in in movies and television, but it's not like one style. Some people feel like one style is better to be, than the other. I don't really, I, I see like, you know, like taking like, like an actor like Kate Winslet or an, an actor like, um, who's like the opposite in my mind of Kate Winslet. Um, um, uh, gosh, what's her name? Um, well, I mean, Kate Winslet is very just like, she's very direct. She's like, mm -hmm. you can see her choices. They're very strong. It, it doesn't feel, she sometimes doesn't feel like as human as other actors, um, um, like as like, like easy as other actors, but it's just a different kind of style, you know? Yeah. Like she's, power, she's powerful in this way. And it's really hard to choose when two people are doing different styles, which a lot, like good artists do their own style. It's, it's true. It's what, what is the best? It's not, it's, it's, I, I feel like awards, awards are really, uh, they're fun, but yeah. they're dumb. <laughs> I think, well, no, that's, that's so great because you gave all of everything you said was the perfect reason to explain to students and remember that like, it is great that, you know, this is definitely not throwing any shade at students who won awards. No. Amazing things, but no it is a great opportunity to remember that if you didn't win an award, then it doesn't mean that much because it was subjective. Like I know for, for myself, my, I love, I love, you know, my degrees in theater. I love drama acting, all of it. It's amazing. Probably my favorite category in the regards of speech and debate is poetry. And my, the thing that really gets me is I love like more slam poetry, uh -huh. that really hard hitting kind of, free verse poetic style. And that honestly is probably gonna have a better chance at winning with me than even uh, some Dr. Seuss poem that's done the absolute best, you know, but that's my subjective, you know, judging there. And to some other judge, the Dr. Seuss poem may win. So in the grand scheme of things, you know, that subjectivity is very strong there. And it's definitely good to remember as I'm going to reference one more time, those gold-plated trophies will not mean that much when you get older. You're going to remember the experiences, the fun times on the school bus, going to the tournament, the day where you were at whatever 
tournament, national circuit tournament. You had a bunch of fun in the hotel with all the other friends and stuff and everything. You know, there's so many experiences, especially if you're a traveling team, you know, you get to go and do the hotels and be on the bus for a very long amount of time and all that stuff. It's really amazing. And um, you went to Apple Valley, right? Yeah. Awesome. Uh, I'm, I'm glad uh, to finally be able to have you on here because there are definitely some kids that hate you. Not you, but your your school uh, because you all do so great. And it's oh really? <laughs> um, I love I we I, I love joking about kind of the beef and you know speech and debate. There's always that you know that it's it's kind of very similar to football. You got the you know the the Trojans versus the Bears or whatever, and you know it's that same vibe. You know the school that does really great. They're always Apple Valley is a is a powerhouse. I would I. I, you know what, actually, when I think about it, I don't know if they might have been in, during the time you competed, but I can't tell you right now, they're definitely a powerhouse. They're definitely oh, that's right. it's, it's the same coach, I think, Pam Katie, who now is Pam Wyckoff. That's and awesome. She's my coach, and she was dedicated. Yeah. She was dedicated. I love her. She. I did a TV show where we, we got to, about teachers, and we got to, like, choose our favorite teacher to come out for the premiere, and I was like, Pam, Pam Katie has to come out. <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. Her, her and her husband, uh, 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 I don't even know his first name. I always know him as just like Mr. Wyckoff, but yeah. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> well, now we can we can squash the beef and just kind of, you know, move forward. Okay. So I'm sure, um, you know, as we dive into this, a lot of students and alumni and coaches are listening and they're like wow this is amazing let's you know let's go into some very more detailed things so i i'm really interested in knowing uh for yourself what what like i mean what characteristics would you say were very prevalent in utilizing from speech and debate in order to get to being where you are in your career now uh for those who might also want to be actors and um, writers. Like, how how can they take those characteristics and skills from speech and debate and already start to apply them and get better at them so they can have a career similar to yours? Well, um, there's a lot of things I feel like the uh, uh, the the rehearsals. You know, I I I I loved rehearsing, and um, we worked really hard. Uh, I worked really hard and my coaches worked really hard. Um, I talked about the competitive stuff, but it is getting a job is, I, I still have not, I, I still have not mastered this, but that moment before you start your speech, right? When you're in, when you're in front of people, that is an important moment. And that, that, that goes, I have thought about that moment for years, like beca uh, between like auditioning for schools and then auditioning for doing performances. And it's always that moment before you get on where you, you know, whatever works for you and it, it, it changes. It, it's like breathe, you know, a breathing technique or uh, a thought, some thoughts that you have, how you center yourself, what you decide you want to try to do in this particular performance and this to keep it interesting for you because a lot of times I know that you're doing this these these pieces all season long and yeah. so um um and if you don't continually grow 
or you fall in love with a moment in it, it's it's really it's hard to get that moment, but you know, get the moment alive again and fun again, and 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 that there is like what we were talking about about like um, it's all subjective in some ways that the, these pieces, even if you like win first place, you know, for three tournaments in a row, you can still change if you continue. You it needs to grow. It needs to yeah. change. Have that. Have that. That that um. Um, that sense of, you know, it can't be fun all the time. You know, it's, it's, it's all, it's, you're, tr you're just trying, you're just, yeah. but, but not to like, just not to have that feeling like it has to be a particular way every time, because then you'll just get stuck. I definitely get that. I think uh, to even to really put that into a layman's terms, I think it really comes from complacency. Like you don't want that. Like you mm -hmm. want to, you want to be able to switch it up and like the way she explained it in every tournament you're winning and then you need to still switch it up and still have those changes is very important uh even in the career because i'm sure that um like at juilliard or wherever you might have done some you know some some performances and you might have gotten three standing ovations and you're like well it's perfect now like it's not you can still make it better you can still dive more into the character you can still figure out better ways to perform it and better ways to act it so i i yeah i totally appreciate that answer complacency and also sometimes it's fear where you're just like this works so i have to do it exactly this way every time and you just can't, you just can't do it that way. It's because it has to be, you know, a, like a lot alive in some way. Does that make sense? Does that word alive mean anything to you? Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, no, I, I definitely get that. There's a there's a funny joke that I posted on a, a TikTok of mine where it's like the background sound, and it's just like, what if I tried something new and it backfired? And then it's just kind of joking. It's like you change one word in your DI, and you go from one to six. Yeah. Like, Worse, and it's like, no, how did this happen? Yeah. <laughs> but, but uh, yeah, no, that's that's perfect, and that's a really great example. I love it. <laughs> um, for from speech and debate, I, I think I'm curious to uh, let's you know to see how much you truly remember from your experience. But <laughs> this is the this is the test. What um, I think the first question I really want to ask is. Are there any regrets that you feel like you might have had from speech and debate um, in terms of like not like more so along the lines of man I wish I would have tried this category. I wish I would have done these different things. I wish I would have went to that one tournament that I didn't go to but everybody said it was amazing or I yeah I yeah I wish I would have just done something you know different and had a different experience and maybe it could have I don't know changed your life in a whole different direction. I don't really have any regrets. I mean, I my if I had a regret, it would be I wish I had done oratory. Okay. But I don't think I would have been good at it. If, I think I'd be good at it now because I have more um, uh, confidence in what I'm saying. Yeah. But I, in high school, I don't think I I I I don't know what I would have written about. I don't even know what I would have like. So so I don't have any regrets. I I. You know, I wish I'd done better sometimes in, in, but I, I, I worked really hard and sometimes I won and sometimes I didn't. And, and I, it's like what you said, it's like that I, I loved the, I loved, you know, doing the like voice exercises on the bus, you know, those, yeah. that's what I remember. 
that's awesome. So you did, so I know you did theater too. Did yeah. you, um, which one did you do first? Like, did you start off doing like plays and stuff or was speech and debate your first uh, opportunity? I don't, I started off doing plays, um, but there was, I'm just remembering this, that there was a moment when I had to choose between speech and debate and plays and I chose speech and debate. <laughs> wow. Oh man. I, I know a lot of people are happy to, probably happy to hear that. Uh, some might not be happy and that's okay. <laughs> but um, you do sometimes have to make those decisions um, yeah. depending on what it was. Uh, I, my, my big choice was um, football or speech and debate. Uh -huh. um, and yeah. I love sports. I did, a, I did a good amount of sports from like basketball and track and field and stuff. But I like the performing arts side was always my favorite. It was just, it was just what really got to me. It made me the most happy. So um, yeah, it's, yeah, that's amazing. Um, what you went to, so you, you went to Juilliard and uh, did you, how, like, did you just, I don't know how, I know Juilliard is a different, kind of a different school. So I don't know how it all works in a lot of ways there. Do you still get like a bachelor's and master's and PhD and all that stuff? Or like, I don't fully get how that whole construction works. So like, what did you study and all that stuff? I get why you don't get it because it's, it is really weird. It's, it is a, it is a graduate program, basically. It is like the curriculum is graduate level programming. Like straight out but, of high school. But you, but, but they take people straight out of high school. And then you take, like I went straight out of high school and I, I, you take a little, you take one academic class and then you get a BFA. Okay. So, but the, but most of my class was people that had, that had been at least to some college and some like maybe a fourth of them, maybe more than that had a, a degree and they don't get a master's. Okay. They just get a certificate or whatever from Juilliard. I think this, I think this is how it is, but it is in the business. It is, it considered a master's. Okay. It's that like, you don't have the thing, but people, enough people know about Juilliard and like what it represents. I think that that, that it's like having a master's in acting and they can go teach or whatever if they want to, whatever you can do with the master's of acting. Wow. That's kind of cool. That's, yeah, I had no idea. I remember, um, I think somewhere in the middle of college, I was, I heard about Juilliard because I, my whole story is very, very different because I, um, I was very, very lucky to take my first um, like theater kind of class at First Stage Theater Academy in Wisconsin, uh, which is where I'm from. And uh, we couldn't really afford the class, but my mom's best friend like paid for the class and all this stuff. And it was, it was crazy, but it was, it was a lot of fun. And it kind of got me into that whole vibe. And then I ended up teaching there too, which was amazing. But um, like when I was in college, I like, there was a, there was a period where I just, I almost just forgot about like theater as a whole. And cause I only did, I really only did that one class. My high school didn't have theater, unfortunately, uh, but we did have forensics or speech and debate. So I did that and it was great. But then in college, I was just like, you know what? Maybe I'll study like writing or something like that. I don't know. And I wasn't really sure. And then I transferred to colleges and then I was just like, 
boom, this is my chance. I'm going to do like, I, it just randomly popped in my head. I was like, I'm going to switch to theater. And uh, I switched all of my classes like to theater. And I got the email from uh, uh, James Ager, who's amazing, um, our theater director. Uh, I hope to win a Tony one day. He's amazing. Anyway, um, he, he emailed me. He was like, um, I think you might have made a mistake or something. <laughs> And I was like, no, I want to like switch to theater. And then he was just like, welcome aboard. And then like, I like took all these classes and it turned out to be amazing. And oh I was super That's glad so to. Dante. Like, so you were just like, okay, I'm going straight into <laughs> this thing that like I had forgotten about. <laughs> I like, I don't know. I like, it. yeah, I don't know. Like, I think, I think <laughs> in my mind, I just really, Felt the, I think I felt the nostalgia from like doing it in the sixth grade. I felt the love for it. And it just was like, nope, this is what I want to do. I love the performance. Like nothing is more exciting to me than the limelight. So <laughs> uh, yeah, um, I don't know what that was going to lead me to, but um, whatever, we'll, we'll, switch to, <laughs> we'll switch to the next question. Uh, so um Oh no, I was gonna, I was gonna switch, say about how I really wanted to go to Juilliard. Uh, oh, yeah. When I was, when I first found out about theater and kind of went into that, I was like, well, this would be a great time. Maybe I should like look at Juilliard. And then I know there's another school in like, kind of like New York that's really known for like the theater too and stuff or an acting and all that. I forgot what it is, uh, but whatever. Huh? NYU. Oh yeah, NYU, that's it. Yeah, I was like, oh, maybe I should go there. And uh, I didn't end up making the, the decision to do so. I think I was probably too nervous to like audition for like Juilliard at that time. Um, but I could have and probably should have, but it, it's not a big deal now. Uh, I choose to live with no regrets. No, um, I just say that you asked me about, you asked me about regrets in terms of speech and debate. Yeah. And I do have a regret and my regret is going to Juilliard. You regret going there? Yeah. Whoa, okay. Uh, the mics are on. I'm turning the mic towards you now. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I, I feel like I was too young. Um, and I feel like they, uh, um, and when I was there, I was always threatening to leave. <laughs> um, I, I, um, um, I don't think I got an education, uh, like a, like a, uh, you know, I wish I'd, I'd, I'd have like an actual liberal arts education. I think that okay. helps in your life and in your art. And I, I just don't think, I just don't think, I, it's a combination of, I, I think I was too young when I went that I couldn't really, I didn't have a sense of who I was. And they I don't know what their curriculum is now, but it is, is what, what action schools did was try to break you down so they could rebuild you. Hmm. And it was, BS. It was not like, that's not how, I don't think that's how artistry works. And, um, and it was, I don't think it was a good school. I don't think it was a good school. Wow. I think, um, um, yeah. So I, I, I wish I had let, I had some opportunities to work when I was there that I wish I had taken. And I think it was because I wanted to finish college, like finishing college was important to my family to like be, to have a degree. Yeah. But I wish I had, I wish I had. I mean, who knows what regrets are funny because, like, if I had not gone to Juilliard, what would have happened? I don't know. Yeah, yeah you can't control what would have happened. Yeah. 
but, but, but when I look back at that experience and if somebody came to me and said, should I go to Juilliard? I would say no. I, I, I really like it. Cause I think about, I think I, my regret is very similar to yours in that if I like, I really, first of all, I really wish I was just born a little bit later. Like if uh -huh. I was, I was lucky enough to maybe be born in like 1996 or something like that. Like some years later, like I could have, like I would have, I wouldn't have thought about college as much as I had to at my age, you know, like it's like amazing now, like nowadays, like you can graduate high school and college doesn't even have to be a thought. Like, especially now, like there's no reason to pay 40K for, I don't know. I mean, especially right now during this pandemic, what am I paying 40,000 for like a glorified Zoom class? Yeah. <laughs> like, so I, I really wish I would have not actually taken the opportunity to go to college and just focus on like all of the, like, like at that point, I was really focused on so many things from like acting and music to like forensics and stuff. I wish I would just really went in on that and use that to change my life. But I was in the same, I was in the same boat as you. Like it was like, oh, I really need to go to college. It's probably going to be the safe route. And it's the thing that I really need and all this stuff. But it, yeah, I definitely could have done something much different. <laughs> Uh, you know, that's, as you said, though, we can't, we can't do anything about it. We don't know what's gonna, we don't yeah, know what the opposite would have been. If I had gotten to like, you know, the U of M or something and stayed in Minnesota, that's where I went to high school. Yeah. Um, like Apple Valley. Um, you know, who knows? Maybe I would have stayed in Minnesota. Maybe I wouldn't have ever gotten an agent in New York, you know, like, I don't know. You don't know, but, yeah. but I, I just feel like Juliet wasn't, wasn't the best for me as an artist. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, artistry is cha has changed a lot. It really has, and it the idea of entertainment has changed a lot. I mean, it's absolutely crazy. Like I I geeked out because like a week ago, I think I saw the most the most creative, amazingly made TikTok of all time. What is it? Like I I'll, oh, do you have a TikTok? Just like I have TikTok, just like I just I, I just went to another phone. Um, um, yeah, I have TikTok. Okay, hold on. I'm not like really on it. Like I I've never put a video on or anything, but I can see like. Video. Hold on, we gotta we gotta follow follow each other so I can like send you this video. Like, okay. I don't. There was something so amazing about it. Like from I mean, because when you think about it, TikTok is so cool, especially if you're actually good at it. Because to make a even even though it's like people like try to you know talk about they're like oh it's only a 10 second thing or something 15 second maybe like there's so much work into it because you're technically the director the writer the actor the everything in it and there was a really good one and i can't explain it to you like there's no like there's no way for me to explain it to you and get you to like laugh or almost even kind of understand it so i'm gonna have to send it to you but it's absolutely amazing and i'm also gonna post it on my social media for those that are like wait what how do how come i don't get to see it so uh, it's it's really good and really funny and i was but when i saw that i was like whoa like that's so impressive and like that's the type of like work that like i mean that kids can like do now like you can just i mean 
it's crazy. Like the the bar of like work and everything has changed so much. And this I know this isn't a hundred percent relative to what I should be talking about on the podcast, but I think it's really amazing because it's just really cool and an inspiration for students right now. Like if you are interested in you know trying to do something right now then do it i mean like they're i mean there's they're literally like eight-year-olds that make millions of dollars because they make slime videos like there's so many opportunities to like do something that you're just having fun with and just making it to something that could be absolutely amazing mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's really impressive um speaking of we'll go speaking of celebrities um i i feel like people kind of want to know did were there any people that you competed with um during your time period that also became um famous in any sense that you remember i don't know if you competed at the same time as josh gad or anything or did you know him during high school or i didn't know him um um i didn't know him i don't know if we competed at the same time but i didn't know him because i can't remember where he's from but um um I would have seen him in nationals, but he was in a different category as me. Yeah. Um, I don't, I'm sure there are, but I just don't know. I'm, I'm sorry. I wish I had like some celebrities, <laughs> but I don't. That's fair. Don't. Cool. <laughs> um, and for, I think, I think I am kind of interested in knowing the dynamics of like, I don't know if you remember this that much, but you know, um, I'm always interested in the dynamics of different speech and debate teams because um, it's some every state is very different as you probably know. Uh, there's a lot of local leagues and district leagues and state leagues and national leagues and all that stuff. I mean, there's a lot of leagues, and uh, I feel like a lot of people, especially if you're like, I don't know, like I feel like this is common knowledge, but maybe it's just because I love this activity so much and I do a lot of research on it and I'm always figuring out things, but there's a ton of different leagues. There's a ton of different categories that disperse between leagues. Like there's only three states, Minnesota, Illinois, and Wisconsin that have the category of radio, which is, I don't know if you know that category, but um, it's a category where you, you're not judged on your physical presence. Like the judge, they don't really do it as much as in, as I remember people explained in the past, but they would like turn their back to you and just pretend that they were listening to a radio like wow. presentation and judging that way. So you're only judged on your voice, your diction and all that stuff. It's really amazing. Um, and there's a bunch of different like categories that expand from different states and stuff. And living in California now, there's some stuff that I feel like, I was like, wow, I never heard of this either. It's pretty cool. But um. The, the thing I want to focus on is like the dynamics of teams because um, where I'm from, Wisconsin, it's much more common to where you probably are in a situation where it's like, all right, I'm going to coach and then they expect you to coach the whole season and you probably get like a thousand dollars stipend and it's like, oh, this full-time work for nothing yeah. or whatever. And then you have other states where you're like in Texas or California and you're a full-time like speech and debate director. You teach classes during the school day. You do the after school stuff. You're like a teacher, like on staff with everybody. And it's a much different dynamic than just being treated as a extra after school activity. I think, I think Minnesota is somewhere in the middle of that. I don't, I'm assuming at least the team of Apple Valley's caliber, you probably had it as a class too. Um, But um, 
every school also has like a lot of different coaches and stuff like that. Like how many, do you remember how many coaches you had? Were there specific coaches for categories? Uh, or um, I forgot who you said, Pam, was she just like the main coach that you remember or, or what? Also like how big was your team? I don't know. I think that's a good question as well. That is a good question. Um, uh, I can't remember. I feel like we could all fit in a bus, one bus. Um, um, so at least 60 or less. <laughs> yeah, less. Uh, we, uh, um, and I think that they, I, God, I feel like sometimes people, not everybody would go to all the tournaments, um, but it's been so long. I, I, we, we probably had about, we had two main coaches and maybe, maybe had like th three or four coaches. Um, um, and uh, yeah, they, they, uh, they, they, they worked really hard. They 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 would teach during the day and um, and then at night they would you know work till six or something. Wow. So maybe later. Um, um, they were really hardworking. Hardworking. That's amazing. Uh, shout out to all the coaches because yeah. Shout out to all know, the coaches. Like education as a whole, like we we take a lot of crap, <laughs> uh, but you know we're. We're in it for the long call. So great job to everybody. <laughs> um, okay, so um, I wanna, as I, as, I, as I promised myself and as I've been promising the, the people on the podcast, I'm gonna keep my episodes short because uh, I really wanna stick to the point. Um, and I'm super glad that you were able to even take the opportunity to be on this episode. Um, it just absolutely makes my day because you are absolutely amazing and it's great. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much for, and this should be said, for your perseverance. Um, <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, the, it's, I mean, it's a, your perseverance and ingenuity and, and hilarity, like <laughs> actually uh, sending me a message, but then also like posting on my, something funny on my, uh, on my uh, Instagram wall. It's, <laughs> it was, it was, you couldn't resist it. <laughs> Thank you. I am. I, I really appreciate that. And um, I, I hope that helps me get some other really great people. Uh, I'm still working on Oprah. Oh, <laughs> I take a little bit more than Maria Thayer, but. Um, I, well, no, that's fair. I, I have some, I think I have some connections that could get me there. And she did like my comment. So there's some, there's some, there's some hope there. <laughs> there but um i mean uh yeah that would be really awesome so if y'all know oprah if you're listening make sure you hit her up um oprah, if, you're, if you're listening <laughs> <laughs> oh man um but uh yeah like once again super big thank you to you um it was a pleasure uh having maria thayer on the episode it makes my day um so for those who are like, oh my gosh, like this lady sounds amazing. I would love to get to know her. How can they get in contact with you? How can they follow you or uh, find out more information about you or whatever? Well, I'm on, the only real social media I'm on is Instagram. So it's just my name, Maria Thayer, and um, that's it. Awesome. Um, and yeah. for those listening, um, we're, we're ending now. So if you want to uh, get into the conversation. If you have more questions for 
uh, Miss Thayer here, you can reach out to her on Instagram. If you got more questions for me or you want to stay in the conversation, you know, to hit me up on my DMs, whether it's TikTok or Instagram or whatever, I'm there. Um, and as usual, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and give it five stars in the Apple Store so I can get to the top of the education section. Um, and other than that, I am... Yeah, this has been amazing. Uh, I'm super glad. And for that one person listening, now you know who she is. Uh, so <laughs> let's, yeah, that's that's all like that's all I gotta say. I don't really know how to fully end this. Usually, I have a better way to end it, but I'm just gonna say peace out. Peace out.